daf. We are at the top of the page on Daf Chof Aleph Amud Aleph. Tanu Rabbanon, the rabbis learn Kol Elu Sheamru Ein Madlikin Bein B'Shabes. Aval Osim Medura. That's only when you're trying to light a candle. There's a concern because a candle is a single flame. You read by such a candle, and since you're reading by the candle, you need it to be just so. It can't. You can't really read by a fire that skips. That's that's jumping. Um, it messes up your ability to read. You may, and and therefore you might come to fiddle with the fire on on Shabbos, and that's a big problem. But if it's a Madura, which is basically a bonfire, so any of these material doesn't bother us, and that doesn't matter, right? So so kol Madura, you can make a bonfire Whether the goal is to warm yourself, or even if you're going to be using the light. Doesn't matter because it's a larger fire, it's a bonfire, it doesn't matter. Ben al Karka, Ben al Kira, whether the fire is on the ground or whether the fire is on top of your stove. Below Asru, they only forbid it. The whole problem is only for these to be used as wicks. But as far as the fuel goes, as far as basic fire for other uses, there is no limitation that these things should have a problem at all. Okay. So moving on to the next thing, we mentioned one of the oils that are not acceptable is the Shemen Kik. What is Shemen Kik? So my Shemen Kik, yes, all the seafaring folk who, who travel far, far away. There is one very distant bird that's called a Kik. And, um, and it's the, apparently it's a, there's oil in it, and that oil is what we're talking about. It's the oil of this particular bird, and it's not, apparently not acceptable oil. Rav Yitzchak Breit Rav Amar Mishcha de Kaza. He says, actually, what it is, is the oil that's made out of cotton seed. Okay, anybody heard? Cotton seed oil? That's the, that's the uh, one of the oils that are acceptable for Pesach. It's fine for cooking. It's not the best lighting oil, okay? That's the basic idea. Um, and Rav Ashi Amar Kikayon Diyona. The, uh, the Kikayon, which was the plant that, of Yona, that Yona Hanavi um, well, was the part of the story of Yona. So that Kikayon, which is basically some type of gourd, I'm not sure exactly what, that, what plant it was, which has very broad leaves, it's giving him a nice amount of shade. That's the story. So Kikayon, that's the oil coming from that plant. So Amar cooking with this oil, we're only concerned with the with using this as your as your fuel for your for your can for your candle for lighting. Cooking Well, as long as it's kosher, that's a different. Hey, again, let's try to understand the problem. What we're, what we're the issue here is is that when having all their lights, well, we didn't have they didn't have fluorescence, they didn't have uh, electricity, so these lights were used for reading. You need a consistent, strong light. So the two things that play a role is how good is your wick, what material is your wick, does it draw the oil in well to the flame, and is it a, is it a type of oil. That 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 burns well, burns smoothly. It doesn't have a lot of foreign bodies in it. It's able to be a consistent 
burning fuel. Those are the two qualities that we're looking for. And if it, the oil, the problem with some of these oils is exactly that issue that it, um, we'll see what, some of them, there's other issues, but these fuels, um, you know, they don't light as well. That's the thing. But as far as cooking, sure, you could use it for cooking. We're not discussing anything like that. You understand? Okay. All right. Um, so we're talking about this Kikoyon Diona, Amrabba Barbachana, Lididi Chazili Kikoyon Diona. I actually uh, you know, seen this particular plant uh, that was from Yona, the kind that was that Yona uh, from the story, Ulitz Luliva Dummy, and uh, which basically means that uh, it was, uh, I guess it was like uh, it was like a type of. Um, non fruit bearing tree similar to a particular tree omidapashki rabi um basically and the, what it means is, is that you it grows near the water and vial pum khanusa madlan and in front of the stores they would basically hang the these uh, the the vines of this particular tree um, and the reason is because they provide a very pleasant shade around the store, the storefronts. And from the seeds of this plant, they, you can produce oil. And, uh, uh, and all the sick people um, you know, rest amongst its leaves. The leaves are, are somewhat uh, medicinal qualities to it. Okay, so that's what the Kikondione is. And that's the story. So when we talk about the oil, we mean the oil that comes from the seeds from this kikayon. Okay. Amar Rabba, Rabba says, Amar Rabba, Psilo Sha'amru Chachamim Ima Dikamem Shabbos. These wicks, the reason why the Torah does not, uh, the Chachamim say you can't use them for Shabbos, Mipnesha or Mesachseches by him. The reason is, is because the fire uh, jumps on them. It doesn't, flow smoothly from, you know, it like goes, it sputters on it, okay? Because they are, they don't flow well into the wick, okay? So that's the two points, like I mentioned before. So by S. Rabba question, you know, any blend usually can avoid the problem altogether. So in other words, what, what he's asking is, is that if you have any of these oils that we don't like, let's say cottonseed oil, we said it's not a good oil, but if you add a little bit of olive oil mixed in, then it will draw, it will run perfectly smooth. So is that okay or not? That's the question. So migazrina, do we make exera? That if you let you use a cottonseed oil blend with olive oil, so then you might come to light it um, bain, you know, in, in and of itself, or although or not. So he told him, you can't use it, um, uh, you can't use it, um, the, uh, even when it's a blend, my time will officiate because since you can't use it alone, we don't let you use it as a blend as well, because one will lead to the other. So that's the idea. So I say the Gemara has a question. If you wrap something that you could light with around something that you cannot light with, 
Okay? Ain Madlikim Bo. That's what the Tanakhama says. But Rabshim Gamliel, Omer, he says, Shabbesava, Yukarchim, Sila, Al Gabiekos Madlikim. We used to tie the wick on top of the, of the walnut, and we would light that way, which it sounds like that they actually did it. So, Ketani Mias Madlikim. Clearly, Rabbi. Um, clearly, Rebbe is saying that it's that it's definitely okay, right? Reb Shimon Gamliel is saying you can light um, when it's a mixture. So even though he's talking about the wicks, but it's the same question. If the wicks you could do so, so then for the oil also, if it's a mixture, it's okay because it's the same problem. Either you make the xera, you don't. Okay, so the Gemara says, why, why you why do you assume to ask the, as a question? Why would you use Rav Shem Gamliel's position as a question when you could use the Tanakama as a proof? <laughs> okay? Because the Tanakama says that you can't light uh, when it's a mixture of wicks. Okay? The good kind and the not good kind. Sagmar so, so says, no, it is good to ask the question from Shem Gamliel because Holokasha, Maisa Rav. Shem Gamliel was not arguing, uh, he was saying, a story. He's saying, I, I actually used this. Uh, my father's home always used this. So that's a much stronger position. He's not saying a theoretical halacha. He's saying this is practical than what we actually did. So therefore, that's the psak halacha is clearly going to follow Shem Gamliel, and that's why it's a good question. So what's the answer? It's a good question. So Gamor says, my love, aren't we talking about that he wrapped it on to light, and he's lighting with a mixture of two material for the wick? So Gamor says, lo, lahakpos. What he's talking about over there was just to float. He used the wick as a, basically used the uh, walnut as a floating, as like a cork material to have a floating wick. And that's what his father's custom was. Nothing to do with, uh, nothing to do with this discussion at all. We'll see in a second what. So if that's true, ilakpos, if it's just to get it to float, the wick to stay up, so my time in Tanakama, why would the Tanakama have a problem with a floating wick. So the Gemara answer is, you're right. Kula Rav Shem Gamliel, it's really Rav Shem Gamliel talking the whole time. The Chesur Mechsra, and this is how you have to read it. V'achitani. Karav Tavashem Adlikimbo, Al-Kabit Tavashem Adlikimbo. If you wrap something that is a good material for lighting, a kosher wick material, with some one of these in the list that's not acceptable, Eim Adlikimbo, you cannot light with it. Pimed Vermur Mahadik, that's if I'm using it to light. But if I'm using it just as a, as a support, I have a proper wick and I'm using the other material just to help it float, that's mutter, that would be permissible. Because They would wrap the psila on top of the walnut in order to stay floating uh, above, uh, above the oil that it doesn't you know, sink in. Anybody who has uh, experience with their Hanukkah candles uh, with the wick sinking in, so they know these are problems you got to deal with. So they sell the floating wicks and other things like that, which is for this express purpose. Okay, next thing. What about melted, melted down chilev? The fats from the animal, but it was uh, melted into liquid form. The kirvidagim and the oil, fish oil, shenimocha, that's also been melted down. Okay, so now it's in liquid form. So it does follow the, the wick well once it's in oil form. So um, 
it says there, you can add a little bit of olive oil, of kosher oil, and light it that way. So the question is, I thought we said mixtures are not acceptable. So this is a kasha on our psak halachu. You just said that a mixture of oils is not acceptable. That's what Rabbi ruled. And here we're quoting, Rav is saying that if it's melted of chalev or, or melted uh, uh, oil from the fish, fish oil, it's uh, kosher if you mix it, if, if it's with a mixture. So the answer is, Here's the answer. Both of those, once you uh, once you melted down the fat and got into liquid state, so or the uh, or the same thing with the kirve uh, dagim with the with the fish oils. Once it's been melted down, it does go after the wick very well. Okay, and the other ones by themselves don't follow the wick very well. The rabbis made xera on melted fat only because melted fat is similar to plain fat that has not been melted, which is problematic. Okay, so um, so the Gemara says that's it's a, it, that's the reason why uh, those are not acceptable in and of themselves. And here we're putting it as a mixture. So the Gemara says, Why don't we say that if you, let's prohibit when you put in the oil, because you might come to use it without the oil. So the Gemara says, that's, no, that we're not going to do. The whole chalev being melted down, being unacceptable as a, as a fuel, is only a one gzer because you might come to use the fat that isn't melted. And now it's not even the fat that's melted alone, it's mixed with oil. So it's a gzer lixera, and we don't make a gzer lixera. And that's the reason why, in this case, the mixture would be acceptable. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. Uh, Tani, we learned where we're five lines down on the wide lines on Chaf Aleph Amid Aleph. Tani, we learned Rambi Barchama. Rambi Barchama learns Psilos Shmonim Shamer Chachamim Ema Likemei Meshabes Ema Likemei Migdash. The same problem, problematic wicks and oils that were not acceptable for Shabbos lights are also not acceptable in the base of Migdash for lighting the menorah. Mishum Shenemar Lahalos Near Tamid. Because it says Lahalus near Tamid, it has to be a good light that's constant, that's not going to be skipping and not going to be going out easily. It needs that the fire will go up on its own. That's the same idea. It can't be uh, helped with some with some other material that's helping it go up the you know hold on. Now, so you're telling me a mixture of materials for the wicks. Um, is uh, also anything that's unacceptable for Shabbos is also unacceptable for for the base of Mikdash. Problem with this is the is what we're about to read tonight. We learned in the Mishnah, Mi They would take the worn out pants and belts of the Kohanim after they're like worn out and not not good for use anymore, and they would cut them into strips. So mehem malikin. Uh, so they would use it as the wicks. So that's what they made the wicks out of, the worn out clothes of the condom. So how could you use it? We know that the material for the belts of the condom 
had a mixture of wool in it. And wool is one of the things that we saw before is not an acceptable material. Okay, it's mixed with other things that could be a good wick, but still, I thought we said it's not acceptable when it's a mixture. So the answer is they weren't using it for the lighting in the menorah. Simchas Beis HaShoeva shiny. That was just to be used for the Simchas Beis HaShoeva, which uh, that's uh, the, you know, the, the party that they had on Sukkot. And that's a different story because that wasn't, uh, you know, they're making a big bonfires, and that's a different reason. Okay. Tashma, Kamini approved. The Tani Rebbe Bar Masna, Big Dekuna, Shebalu, Mafkino, Sonamehen, Oyu Osin, Psilos, Lemigdash. Here it's saying very clear that they made out of the pants wicks for the Migdash. My love to climb. Aren't we talking about even the clothes that are a mixture of wool and linen? So it says load the boats. We're talking about only the linen garments. Because linen is one of the good material for wicks, and that's the bottom line. Okay. Amar of Huna Psilus Shmanu Shamrachamikabemishabis. So now that's what I mentioned that we're celebrating Hanukkah now. Um because uh, 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 the the whole section of Hanukkah is going to be focused on in this in these upcoming dafim. So the what whatever we do, can't use on Shabbos, we also can't use on Hanukkah. Bain Bishabbos, Bain Bechol, doesn't matter which lighting of, of Hanukkah candles, whether these are the ones that are going to be lit Friday night before Shabbos or weekday. Now, what's the reason? Amarava, my time the Ravuna, why does Ravuna say you can't use any of these oils or wicks? Kasavar Kafsazaka Club. First of all, he holds that if when you're lighting your Hanukkah candles, the, the fire goes out, that is your problem. You have to relight it. And since, and since you may, uh, this, these candles, these wicks and oils are not the best, so if it goes out, you're going to have to relight it. You may neglect to relight it, and that's the problem. You want to have the best, give yourself the best chance in the beginning. And he also believes that the Hanukkah candles you're allowed to benefit from. And therefore, there's a separate concern on Shabbos, and you might want to read by your Hanukkah lights, and uh, if it skips, it's problematic. Rav Chizdamar, Rav Chizdamar disagrees with Rav Huna, and he says, No, for weekday it's fine, but just not for your Friday night lightings. Friday night is problematic. Why? What's the logic of Rav Chizda? So he holds one of the two. He says, if the fire goes out, it's not my problem. You have a question? Somebody? There is no no restriction in what they used to light into. They they have a glass or something that can contain the oil. That's all. Um, many people have very. There's a lot of varying customs. It does not have to be silver, in case you're wondering. Okay, of, although of course our custom is to have a silver candelabra that we light in a leichter. That's not a requirement. You're going on a so so that none of the containers are, are at all what part of the focus. The focus, obviously, it's a beautifying of a mitzvah. That's why you want to have something nice. But uh, what the material is, um, is not the point of, of, over here. Sometimes you're in a situation where you have limitations. Uh, that's not the discussion at all. Okay, but that, they're, they're, the, 
Yes. Uh, well, Havdalah is, is very different um, because you're a lot of, uh, and definitely, and the answer is of course, absolutely not. It does not have any of these requirements. And the reason why is because Havdalah is, uh, is multiple flames, that's first of all. And since it's multiple flames, there's less concern of it, of it going out. Um, and um, you can always relight it if it goes out. So there's the, all, all the limitations when it comes to Havdalah don't apply. None of, none of, none of these issues apply because it's Shabbos that's the problem because you can't do things on Shabbos. On, the, on Matzah Shabbos, you can do whatever you want. If it's not the best material, it goes out, so what? So you relight it. It's not a big deal. You're supposed to do a. You're supposed to have a, a, a what qualifies as a madura. It has to be at least two flames. Okay. So, anyways, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. We we will say there's an opinion. We'll get to it coming up as what. As the best oil, but you know the Shem Zayas olive oil is of course the best oil. That's the most famous one. So we're going to get to that. Uh, that's also an upcoming Mishnah. Okay, but uh, basically, if it's not on the list, then it's okay. All right. Um, next thing we um, okay. So we're moving on to the uh, the okay. So. So we're talking about what is the reason of Rav Chizda? Why does Rav Chizda say that the uh, that on fra- that any other day of the week for Hanukkah it's fine? That's because once it goes out, it's not your problem. But why? Um, but since you he says that you can mutter l'shtamish l'ora that you're allowed to use it on Shabbos, meaning these can or in general these milk. It's not you're allowed to read by the Hanukkah candles, which is an opinion that Rav Chizda holds. So therefore, there's a concern Friday night. You make if it's a light that skips, you may come to adjust it, and that's what we're afraid of because you're not allowed to do so on Friday night, and therefore there's an extra requirement on Friday night to have better quality oil for your Hanukkah licht. Okay, Amar Rabzera, Amar Masna, Amila Amar Rabzera, Amar Av, Psilos Shmanim Shamer Chacham Ein Madlikim Ein Meshabes Madlikim Ein Bechanukah Bein Bechol Bein Meshabes. So now we have Rav. Rav Masno or Rav Zera in the name of Rav, that all oils and all wicks, even the ones that are problematic for Shabbos, are not problematic for Hanukkah ever, neither during the weekday of, of Hanukkah nor of the Friday night Hanukkah candles. And Amr Rav Yirmi at my time with Rav, what's Rav's reasoning? Why is that the case? That's because he holds that if it goes out, it's not your problem. Okay? Ain't Zakukla. And uh, you anyway can't use it, uh, and you anyway can't use its 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 fire anyway to read by. So what are we afraid of? You're not going to touch it, and it doesn't matter if it goes out. So therefore, there's no concern with what material you use. Okay, the rabbi said over this in the in front of Abai, Mishmei the Rabbi and they mentioned that that's what Rabbi explained as the reasoning of Rav Lokiblin. He didn't accept it. Kiasa Ravin, when Ravin came, Amro Rabbanan, the rabbi said, uh, He sort of didn't have the same, um, 
respect to Rabbi Yirmiya as he did to Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan is a very primary source. Yekibla, then he accepted it. And Amar Isakoi Gemirte Neshmaita Meikara. I should have originally accepted it as the reason uh, uh, from Rabbi Yirmiya. Val Gamra, but in the end he got it. What's the difference? Nafkamina Lugirsa Diankusa, because when you get it in when you're younger, that's a much more, that's a sticks with you better. Whatever you learned in your youth somehow sticks best. Okay? When you're older, you don't have the same uh, memory. Okay. All right. So, is this true? Is it true that there's, again, Rav's opinion is that once it goes out, it doesn't matter. So, if you lit your candle, uh, your Hanukkah candle, and it, and it blows out, it's not, you don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. We have a question. The mitzvah starts from Shkia until the last person leaves the market. My love, if it goes out, you'll have to relight it because you need it to last from this time, point to that time. Isn't that the implication? So the word says, There's one of two possibilities. Either it's saying, that uh, it's still within the window where you can light. So if people are still out and out and about, then it's not too late to light. That's number one. Or it's telling you how long from Shkia till then it needs to last. Meaning you have to at least provide enough oil and fuel that it has the potential to last that long. Okay. Next thing. Achetichle regel min hashuk. Till the end, the end time of the Hanukkah candles is when people are no longer in the market anymore. Nobody's walking about. Fad kama, how? What time is that? So, Rabbi Barbachan, Rabbi Yochanan, added the kalya rigla de tamudai. Till the tamudai, they're uh, no longer selling their wares in the street. The tamudai, Rashi explains, it's a nation of people that collect basically small kindling wood. And they wait till their last stores to close. They hang out in the marketplace. And the reason why they wait is because people already went home and they say, oh, we need to light our fire. We need some matches, basically. These guys would sell matches to the people. who So they're like providing that convenience that people, after they already come home, they realize what's needed and they come back out to buy it off them. So therefore, they stay in the market longer than everybody else because everybody else only realized they need their services after their home. So then they come back out to buy it. Okay, brings us to the next thing. The primary mitzvah of Hanukkah is one candle for the household, for the, ham, for the man and family, a single. That's it. So basically one candle per night. So eight total. If the people want to do a little bit nicer the mitzvah, then you put a candle for each person in the household. So we have uh, five people living home, you light five candles every night. That's mahadrin. The best of the best, that's a machlokis. The first day you light eight, and then you work your way down, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. It's the opposite. The first day you light one, and every other night you add a night. Now, what is the reasoning for this machlokis between Beishamim and Beishila? So, so in Eretz Yisrael, there's two Amorayim positions as for 
as far as this machlokas goes. Rabbi Yossi bar Ofin for Rabbi Yossi bar Zvita. Chadomer time of the One of them says the reasoning of Bishami is connected Yama Nichnasim. We're counting the upcoming days of of Hanukkah. So the first night there are eight days yet to come. Second night there are seven days yet to come, and so on and so forth. The time of the Beis connected Yama Yotzim. We're counting the days as they passed. This is the first day, and the second is the second day. Uh, okay. As they go by, the Charamar time of the Beishami. The other explanation of the reason of Beishami is Kineged Parachag, that we always go. the The procedure, as we find in the Torah, is to start from higher and work our way lower, like the bulls that are brought on Sukkis. As if you ever pay attention, we bring seventy bulls. We start. Um, we start with. Uh, we start with the number and work our way down. I think it's from thirteen. Uh, 14, and all the way down to 7, basically. Um, and 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, and uh, over the 7 days. And that's uh, the Pariachag, and therefore we go counting down. So the same thing, it's appropriate to count down. The time of the Beis Hillel, the reasoning of Beis Hillel, according to the second explanation, is the Mailim B'Kodesh Vemeridin, is because you always want to go up in Kedusha and not go down, and therefore we're always most of all if you add another candle each night. There were two elders in Sidon. One followed Beishami's opinion, the other followed Beishil's opinion. This one said his explanation, like the same, like we find in the Torah, we, we count downwards. Then you want to go up in Kedusha. Next, the rabbis learned, the proper place for Ner Hanukkah is to place it on the opening of your house on the outside. And if you live on a second story, so where do you light it if you have uh, a second story? So the halacha is, one second, you put it by the window facing the public. Okay, what if it's dangerous to show that you're lighting Hanukkah candles, you know, in uh, some place where it's dangerous? So, you could just place it on your table, and that's sufficient, because it's, uh, you, it's, it's, a, it's a sakana to show that you're lighting Hanukkah candles to the public. It's like identifying yourself as a Jew. Rabbi says, important halacha, as far as Hanukkah goes, you need a support candle, the shamash, we know, right? You need another candle to use because you're not allowed to benefit from the candle, from the Hanukkah candles. But if you have other lights, like you have anyway a, uh, a torch in your house, so it's no problem. No, tzorach is not necessary. And if it's a, a very important person who doesn't read, that won't use a... Uh, the large, uh, the, the bonfire for reading, because you might come to read uh, from these candles. Now, that's the story. My Hanukkah, so we already discussed the details of the halachos of the candles that we light for Hanukkah. What is Hanukkah all about? So my Hanukkah, on the 20th, 25th day of Kislev, Yomi de Hanukkah, um, it's a uh, it's the day of Hanukkah. Tamanya was eight days. Inun de lo lemisbed bahon, and we're not allowed to eulogize during that time. De lo lemisbed bahon, and also you're not allowed to 
uh, fast on that day. Why? For when the Greeks entered the Echol, they made impure all the oils that were found in the base of Migdash. And when the Chashmanayim came and won them over, they found only a single cruise of oil that was still lit with the, it was still placed with the seal of the Kohen Gadol, of the high priest. And it was only sufficient to light for one day. That's what they had in that container. And Nasa Bonis, the miracle happened, it was sufficient oil to last for eight nights. The Shanachers, the next year, they made these days as a Yamtif. With praise, with singing Hallel and thank you, and Hauda. We have Alanisim, and that's that. Okay, Tanan. Awesome. We have a Mishnah elsewhere. Gates Hayotze Mitachas Apatish. If you have a spark that comes out from the hammer. Did everyone else hang up? What's going on over here? Okay. Gates Hayotze Mitachas Apatish, Vyotze Vihizik, Chayev. Uh, if you have a camel that has flax and uh, is passing in the public domain, so the, the flax is overladen, so it goes into the store, and it caught on the fire that's in the store, and he caused damage, the, uh, the owner of the uh, camel is Chayev. Uh, is okay? But if he lit outside, because he's the one at fault. However, this is why we bring down this halacha, if the Chenvani is lighting his Chanukah candle, Potter, and what do we see from this? This teaches us, the proper place is within 10 Tvachim high. Because if you, if not for that, if you could light it higher and it's still fine, so then, oh, oh it got disconnected a little. I don't know what happened here. I don't know why. All right, anyway, let's just finish the, okay. It's, uh, it's on the, the recording though, okay. Um, why couldn't the storekeeper light it higher? Obviously, the primary place to light is within the tent vachim. So vidilma, that's not a proof. If you make it difficult for a person to do the mitzvah, he's not going to bother. So therefore, therefore, he lights it at a convenient height, and there's no proof anymore. Anyway, we'll stop over here. Continue with this tomorrow at the bottom of the page on Davchof Aleph on the base. And everyone should have a great Shabbos and best of luck. Okay. Oh, yeah, we'll do it again. Same as last week. I think it, was, it worked out for us. 9 p.m. Uh, 9 p.m. Uh, Matzai Shabbos. And uh, uh, I don't know if it might be early for you, but everyone else might work for. Okay. Take care. Have a, have a good Shabbos. Bye-bye. Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Chavez.
don't know 